Throughout my entire life, and I'm sure throughout yours as well, you've heard people say to their kids or your parents said something to the effect of, what kind of example do you think that is to show your kids? Don't ever be like that. It didn't matter what the adult was doing. If your parents thought it was worth the time to show you what bad behavior looked like, they took it. Even though I've never had kids, I can recall a few times in the past where I've said the same thing to my goddaughters. Sometimes it's even based on what their mother or father was doing, because that's just the kind of person I am. The whole premise of that type of public shaming of others is to teach your kids, grandkids, nieces and nephews what is considered respectful behavior towards others. It's kind of a passive-aggressive lesson in civility, but there you have it. It's been around forever and likely will continue because showing them is much easier than talking to them about it. Lessons like these are valuable to pass on, so we give kids the chance to grow up with a bit of empathy, a sense of acceptance towards those who might be different or think different from ourselves, or the ability to just be kind towards someone. But lessons are only good if they are reinforced through actions from those who are doing the teaching. If you aren't consistent in how you act or talk that reflects the behavior you want to teach your kids about, you are undoing everything you hoped to achieve. In fact, I'd say you're doing something even worse. You're showing them that it's okay to be a hypocrite and to say one thing in front of the person and something completely different uh, and hurtful behind their backs is not the way to go. So it frustrates me to see so many people lately just trashing the hell out of complete strangers and in some cases their friends because they hold different views whether it be in person or on social media. Now I've written and spoken about this hypocrisy many times before and I try very hard to let it pass me by but uh, and for the most part I'm successful. But there are times when it just gets too much. When the U.S. presidential election was finally called, based on projections that Arizona, Georgia had in fact turned blue, and the projected electoral college vote was now 306 to 232, I put together a clever graphic, at least I thought it was clever, showing the results from 2016 where Donald Trump had been projected to win by a count of 306 to 232 against Hillary Clinton. On the other side, I showed the new projection with the same numbers for Joe Biden over Donald Trump. I then added four lines to my own comment to the post which read, Final results are in. 2016, Trump claims major landslide victory. 2020, Trump denies he has lost. Math is hard. And finished that off with a smiley face emoji. Like I said, I thought it was a clever post, but in reality, I was being very cheeky at the same time towards all the naysayers who continue to insist that the election was rigged and full of fraud and that Joe Biden had not won the election despite all the evidence that it was a full and fair election. I should premise this to say that I have a lot of people on my Facebook page with very diverse points of views. Some I can agree wholeheartedly with, 
Some I am mildly amused that they would think that, uh, and others still who think everything is a conspiracy against their particular point of view of reality. I enjoy them all to some extent when I see their posts show up on my page. There are some that I will laugh at, some I, I will just ignore, some I might make a comment on and even provide some actual proof that they were they are wrong, and others still who I have to ask myself, what the fuck were you smoking when you thought that that was a good idea to post? In actual fact, I don't care what they post or, or what they say when it's on their Facebook page. It's theirs to do with what they want on it. And I believe that being respectful to their point of view and allowing them to say what they want, how they want, and whatever they want. It's not for me to interfere with that. The fact they posted something on their Facebook page and because it appears on my page because we're friends means they want me to see it. And if I want to like it or comment on it, I can because the page allows it. It does not, however, give me permission to be an asshole towards their point of view. If I'm going to show my goddaughters that the behaviors I pointed out to them that I said was bad behavior for everyone, I can't demean someone for sharing their thoughts on their page that I happen to be privy to. This doesn't mean that I have to let everything slide or if I really feel passionate that their point of view is way off base, that I can't or shouldn't comment on it. But I have to find a way to make the point without attacking someone for what they believe or feel. I should say something if I really think something is bad. But I can point them to why I think it's bad or wrong without being rude about it. And I need to do my homework to make sure my point is in fact true before I say they are wrong and that is exactly what I try to do every time I do that. So when I made the Facebook post regarding the final results of the election, I was a bit surprised to see the reactions I got from some people. By the end of it, people who I know were friends and worked together in the past were really getting personal in their comments towards each other. And then I had to step in and remind them that, hey, this is my page and that kind of behavior is just not allowed. Some people deleted their comments. Others complained that I stepped in too late. Frankly, Scarlett, I shouldn't have had to step in at all if you had just taken a step back to think about how you were making your point. And you see the same type of behavior when it comes to the COVID crisis. Very smart people post memes that are so far-fetched it defies my understanding on how this person I've known for years can believe the misinformation they're forwarding. I mean, do they really believe it or are they just reading the headlines and think, oh, this will make them look good in someone's eyes? Let me tell you point blank, it doesn't. In fact, even though I know you are smart people, you are definitely not smarter than the scientists who know how diseases and vaccines work. So I will never, never take your word for anything that you say you know more than the scientists do. In that sense, 
you might be clever, but you're not smart. The idea that people can no longer put rational thoughts together to make an argument for their point of view without denigrating someone personally is disturbing to me. Is this the example you want to be showing your kids or grandkids? Is this what you want your boss, co-workers, business associates, employees, and others you come in contact with to see you as? That you would toss math, science, technology, technology, and just basic common sense out the window and pretend you know more than all these things and people because you think someone suggesting that injecting bleach into your system will cure you of virus does not make you look better in anyone's eyes except perhaps those who drank the Kool-Aid with you. How will you explain your actions and words when your grandkids learn about this period of time in their history classes? Will they really believe you didn't understand the truth? If you saw this happening in any other country in the world, you'd be saying that democracy is dead or that country has been overrun with a bunch of hippies who don't believe in science. As we move forward towards the inevitable conclusions that the election results are true and that the scientists have miraculously created this vaccine in such a short period of time that will enable us to get back to normal, where businesses can thrive again, I hope that those of you who strayed from reality will rejoin us so we can enjoy each other's company once again. But more importantly, I hope those of us who looked at you with wild disbelief at your actions, words, and attitudes will remember the good people you have been in the past and will embrace you back into our family of friends because I've missed you. We need to insist that we get back to a toned down version of crazy so we can move together as a global family. And as we do, just remember that whatever kind of crazy you want to post in your social media, have at it. But don't ever think that you will ever survive trash talking my friends on my page. Until next time, cheers.